Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91. Worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hey, Browns backers, it's Chuck Campisi joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And as you know, we are sponsored by betonline.ag. For those of you that tuned in to some NBA hoops last night, you unfortunately saw LeBron James and the Lakers knock off the Golden State Warriors 103-100. A couple last-minute changes down the stretch there, but... uh, if you had your money on the Lakers, you were victorious. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Tony, they have the Browns at Ten and a half wins on the season. I I, I took the over. I would take the over. I, I took the over. Daddy's uh, going all in on the over. Yeah, I did. I went all in on the over. I went all in on the over. So so for the Browns fans out there, that's a that's some uh, it's a good number. I think it's yeah. a good number. 
Heck, I might sell my minivan and throw 500 on that. You know? <laughs> 500 on it. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right, Browns fans. Rookie minicamp a couple days ago. 18 players, three tryouts. So you had the draft picks there Greg Newsom, JOK, Anthony Schwartz, James Hudson, the third, Richard LeCount, the third, Tony Fields, the second. Uh, Tommy Togiai and Demetric Felton, along with some undrafted free agents, Trey Harbison, Romeo McKnight, Emmanuel Rugomba, Keandre Thomas, Marvin Wilson, Johnny Dixon, Josh Love, Riley O'Neill, and then a couple guys who are on the roster, kind of uh, practice squad guys from before, Malik McDowell and Kyle Markway. Uh, the guy I love actually uh, is named Josh Love. Uh, he was with the Rams, practice squad guy uh, last year at the QB position. Uh, just his background at San Jose State. I just love a guy that like walks on his freshman year and then becomes like conference player of the year, his senior year, right? Wasn't even on scholarship his freshman year. Uh, redshirted, then his senior year, 22 touchdowns, eight interceptions. And I know, yeah, he's the third string quarterback, but that's the kind of guy you want to see as a third string quarterback. Uh, so I was excited to see him out there. Uh, the rest of the guys, I mean, I, I, as a lot of people have reported, Tony, a lot of hands-on coaching, a lot of one-on-one. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on on Mask- mini Not just one on one, maskless, maskless one on one. Yes, because- cool. <laughs> I I didn't recognize the guys. Yeah, yeah which is <laughs> whatevs. Uh, and I hate. I, I I do. There is, you know, we talked about it last year. You know, with Stefanski being a first year head coach, I mean, he definitely was at a disadvantage because these things that are going on right now were not able to happen, and and you can't. Um, I don't know. I can't, I don't think you can emphasize enough the importance of this time of year for coaches to be able to have contact with rookies, free agents to intro, just introduce the basics of the system. I think last year, you know, Stefanski, obviously we, we saw the end results. It appears they did a really good job with the zoom calls, conference calls, this, but there's nothing, nothing better than one-on-one, like actually sitting across from somebody getting instant feedback and, and, and building a relationship as far as, you know, forget the X's and O's, just getting to know people a little bit better. So I think certainly, it, you know, the ability to have this, and I know not everybody was there, but just the ability to have anything live and in place um, is a pretty awesome deal. And, and I think it puts us, a, a, you know, ahead of where we were last year as far as our coaching staff's ability to, uh, you, you know, kind of get us ready for this season. Um you know. Yeah, and I, I mean, and I like it. I would actually prefer if teams kept it this small in the future yeah. because I understand the value of, yes, let's be able to run some actual plays with full sides. But you know what? Most of those guys aren't going to be making the roster anyway. I mean, most yeah. of these guys, keeping it at 18 players, aren't going to be making the roster. Yeah. So, you know what? It's shorts. And T-shirts, maybe helmets and shoulder pads at the outside just to have a little bit of that game functionality or feel. But it's really just your drilling technique here. You don't need to have full side to drill technique to show examples. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, I remember watching coaches 
you know, I mean, that was part of my job is, hey, report on what's happening during training camp. And, man, you're sitting there going play-by-play position drills, guys just drilling and hammering technique. That's what's going to make these guys great. That's what's going to take this team to the next level. And I don't mind not having, you know, one session where for 30 minutes you, you actually hit. No, I'd much rather have a smaller group with that. And, and, and yeah, it is corny, right? With that personal attention, with that individualized attention. Hey, these are the guys that are likely to be on the roster. Let's focus on them. We're going to have plenty of time during training camp, during other OTAs to get some of that actual game feel. Let's get into the playbook a little bit. Let's start to digest that stuff. You don't need to go full buffet on day one. Yeah. Well, and and, you know, we're looking at it micro level, but let's think of it macro level. I I mean, when you, when you look at the league and the problem that like, I think both of us agree on that the league has had in the last five years is like technique has been lacking. The quality of the game has <laughs> suffered because of that. And I think to have the ability to teach wide receivers how to properly catch a ball instead of, you know, how to catch it for a poster or or how to tackle someone properly instead of just trying to put on this, you know, YouTube quality hit. I, I think those things are important. And if, you know, you can teach those techniques and we can bring that up from that lower level you know, on up, I, I think it helps the game immensely. I mean, you, you know, yeah, it's great that obviously that's helping the Cleveland Browns, but I think the game in general uh, needed a little overhaul and a little brush up on techniques because the game has gotten sloppy in the last five years in regard to those things. And, um, you know, so, hey, you know, for me as a football purist, I, I, I love it. I, I mean, and, and I think there probably should be more of this and less of the I think the putting the pads on, that's like, you know, it's like that old school meathead mentality that we need need to to do it every once in a while, but it doesn't need to be every single day, every single, it's like, no, you need to make sure, hey, make sure your footwork's right. Make yeah. sure that you know your hips, you're you're turning appropriately, yeah. and you're you know. To me, if you're a pro, you shouldn't need to go full contact until mid July. I mean, you need two, three weeks to tune it up as yeah. far as the full go hit. You don't need to be hitting in no. in March, April, May. I mean, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like yes, you used to need a full six weeks of training camp because guys were not working out like they they were out selling insurance yeah. you know during the off season because they had to make you know and they're drinking beers in the locker room yeah. at halftime and smoking cigarettes like that stuff is not taking place in the modern NFL yeah. these guys know what they're doing they're training their butts off all off season to make sure that they are in peak physical shape they just need you need to just make sure that minutia is on point so that way you know it just becomes habit and you're yeah. not thinking about it it's just hey this is the way we do it this is the way we do it this is the way we do it yeah uh, yeah nobody's doing curls with broomsticks and cinder blocks uh, yeah. in the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of fun. that's that's ended to some extent right yeah <laughs> yeah to some extent to some extent and that that's part of the process though it's it's just i think getting past that point of understanding that yeah you know what it's not your grandfather's nfl and these guys are watching more film. Yeah. They're taking stuff home. They're on the iPad all the time. You know, to, to people that, oh, you know, the last the players in the 50s were more dedicated. No, they weren't. 
Those guys didn't have projectors at home. No, a couple just... of them did, but not every single player on the roster. Well, guess what? Every single player on the roster has a freaking iPad. And guess what the team can do? They can track when you're using it and what you're doing with it so they know whether you're studying or not. Well, having been in a modern locker room, too, and, and I, like I said, I'm not here to bash. I'm certainly not here to bash anybody from the 50s. But being in a modern locker room, I can tell you nobody's drinking a six-pack of beer at half no. I mean, So, um, yeah, I, th- I think we, we Maybe on a weekend. But yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes we, we, we tend to bash the quote-unquote millennial or whatever this gender. I don't know what this gender. What is this? Gen, gen me or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's, I just don't think that's true. And, and I think the you know just the quality of the athlete at this point, there's no way we're arguing that. So they're coming in already in shape. This isn't a, this isn't a, um, a situation where we need to get people into shape. Um, so, I, yeah. I, but, I you know, like I said, going back, love it. Love the fact that. We're able to kind of get this one-on-one attention um, on our players, and um, I, it's just an awesome deal. I mean, yeah, and I love the fact that they've they've already talked to JOK. You know, hey, you're going to be spending a lot of time at the wheel position, that weak side linebacker role. Uh, you know, I I love him in that role, and I just am ecstatic. I mean, having seen guys like you know when I was with the Bucs, like Derek Brooks in that role and just seeing how they can dominate a game from that position, he has that potential, right? I'm not saying, oh, yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Famer and all that stuff, but he has the potential to change games in that role. Yeah. And and the fact that they're like, hey, this is where we want you to study. This is what we want you to look for already. You know, day one, man, I I think it's, it's setting the stage for a lot of stuff. The fact that Tony Fields couldn't participate, you know, a little disappointing, but hey, n- injuries happen and hey, get healthy now. Yeah. Right? Get healthy now. This this, yeah. you know, couple day mini camp doesn't matter compared to, you know, we'd like to have some depth. You know, and yeah, people are, oh, he's a fifth round pick. Uh, you don't know if he's going to make the roster. You know, he might not make the roster, but you know, you want to try to have that depth and he's a guy that could definitely provide it at that linebacker role and the fact that we've been able to sign him, you know, so we have our, our fifth round picks and our, one of our sixth round picks. So we got, you know, Tony Fields is signed, Richard LeCount third is signed and, and Demetri Felton all signed their contracts, which is pretty standard yeah. guys that are, you're drafting in the later rounds are generally going to sign uh, earlier just because, you know, I mean, they just want to get it done and get, and the the numbers aren't going to change that dramatically. Well, and and I'm not saying he's not going to make the roster, but but I I think I do find it funny that that fans just we automatically, and and maybe we've been conditioned, we've been conditioned for 20 years to expect the worst. I mean, I was there when Bentley, you know, first snapped, uh, you know, blew his blew his knee out and um, ended his career, and uh, so you know, I, I get that stuff. But at the end of the day, let's realize two things: not everybody makes the roster that's been drafted, and two. The better your team gets, hopefully guys aren't making yeah. that. I mean, you know, hopefully you have a good – so, I, you know, hey, if this were first week of August and he was out of practice, yeah, I'd be a little nervous. But now, I mean, come on. you got guys coming back from fully blown knees in six months. I mean, so we, we've got time on this. He's got, yeah. a, he's got a foot issue. We don't even know what it is. So, I mean – Yeah, and that's know. the thing. Hey, you know what? This is the time to, like I said, hey, get fully rested, yeah. get recovered, Take that time, get your head in the book, yeah. and hopefully then once everything ramps back up and, and things start progressing a little more, you'll be fully recovered and you'll be able to perform at your peak level. 
you know, because that's what we want to see. We want that elite level of competition. We want every single guy that's invited to training camp to be at their peak and performing at their peak because, hey, you, you want to assemble yeah. the best roster you can, period. Well, and I find it funny. I mean, not, not to bash. I don't think just because we're doing this podcast, like somehow we're journalists. I think we're just overweight guys with stories. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just find it funny that. I think that is the definition of a journalist, actually. <laughs> uh, but uh, I just find it funny that you'll, you'll, you'll listen to the press conference and you, the first question is, hey, how awesome is this that you're finally able to see the guys one-on-one and you're able to have practices and this is stuff that you weren't able to do last year and we were successful last year, but how much more successful could we have been if we could have done this? So, so you're, you start off by saying, Hey, we didn't do this last year and we made the playoffs. And then your next question is, Oh my God, this guy missed the first practice because his foot hurts. Uh, are we, are we going to be okay? It's like that none of this even existed last year and, and, and all of our draft picks last year seemed to do all right. So, uh, you know, I, I just find that. A little goofy, but 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 that you know, that, I guess that's you know. Wait, are we? Are you trying to bring logic yeah. to this discussion? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not a journalist. <laughs> you know, it's too logical, but whatever. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> the thing. It's hey, you know what? I'm I'm excited that we're going to have this opportunity to to you know engage with these players face to face from a coaching staff standpoint in May, yeah. you know, and then through June and. <laughs> You know, and then into July, and obviously then the rest of the season. That is going to help our performance. But again, you have to understand, it's going to help every team's performance as well. Because they're going to be able to get their guys in the door a little earlier. They're going to have their guys study in the playbook a little earlier. So the challenge is not necessarily going to be that. It's going to be, hey, how how well is everybody going to execute? And how much talent do you have on this roster? I think we have a ton of talent on this roster. And so if we can get them up to speed quickly... Yeah. This team's really, really going to shine. Yeah. No, we're in a good spot. Definitely in a good spot. So, all right, Tony. Well, we don't have too much else. So, I am going to throw out some betonline.ags for you okay. on, the, on the Brown season. Right? We'll, we'll, plug, we'll plug the sponsor yeah. a little bit. Right? We got to... We gotta check it out. Hold on, let me get my sunglasses. Oh, not yet. No, 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 not this time. Right. (laughs) Uh, So let's check it out. (laughs) Let's check it out. NFL futures, right? Okay. The Browns to win the AFC. All right. Chiefs are the favorite, plus two seventy five. Then the Bills at plus six fifty, and then the Ravens and the Browns both at plus nine hundred. You can take you can take the Browns at plus nine hundred to to go to the Super Bowl, not to win the Super Bowl, to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, if I'm selling a minivan and I got five hundred bucks, how much would I put on this? Uh, I, I throw some dough on that. I, I, I mean, I you know, it's definitely an uphill battle. And, and, and you know, it's funny. I'm going to say I'm going to throw some dough on this. And I'm contradicting myself because I've been telling people, hey, pump the brakes a little bit. I think we're two years away from this. I, I think. This year's kind of that year where we we kind of get there, you know, to the doorstep, and the next year is the year we we kick it in. I, I mean, I um, you know, it's funny. I I just was able to uh, recently kind of rehash the at eighty five, eighty six Browns. You, you know, I kind of think we're we're like kind of in that area, right? You know, eighty five. We had a great team. We made the playoffs. Um, you know, played fairly well, but didn't quite get there. And then 86, you, you know, we're, we 
you know, just with the experience and added some talent, we were able to kick the door in. I, I think we're very close to that, but I think we're we're more 85 Browns than we are 86 Browns okay. at this point. Um, but I, 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 if I got 500 bucks, I'm throwing 50 of it on that. Okay. And, and this I mean, is what's interesting. They have the Ravens and the Browns at the same odds to get to the Super Bowl. They have the Ravens, the favorite to win the division at plus 135, the Browns at plus 145, Steelers at plus 380, and the Bengals way back at, at plus 1400. Browns plus 145 to, to win the division. Think they're going to win the division? I, I, I think so. I, I think Baltimore, I think this is, you know, we talk about make or break years. I think this is a break year for Baltimore. I think this, this is you're going to kind of find out that it's it's all been an illusion and uh, it, it, it falls apart. And, and since That sounds really good. <laughs> um, so I really like where you're going here. And, and Pittsburgh, I just think Pittsburgh's going to have – I, I, hey, man, I, I mean, the reality is their offensive line is absolute crap. I mean, if you look at our our whole the, the whole AFC North, I, I think at this point there might be a case for the fact that their offensive line is the worst offensive line in the AFC North. And um, with, with, that, with that being said, you've also got a quarterback that is not a mobile quarterback anymore, and he's not, you know, 10 years younger where he could take the big hits. Um, so I, I just think their chances are pretty slim. And Cincinnati, you know, I think th- I think they're probably going to have a better season, obviously, than they had last year. I love Joe Burrow; he's an exciting guy, but they they don't have the horses anywhere else. So I, I think, I, you know, if I got the if I got the five hundred bucks, I less the fifty I just spent, I put a bulk. I put the two. I, I put two fifty on 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 us winning the North. Okay. I mean, I, I think I think we should be able to. I don't want to say walk away with it, <clears throat> but I think that that week, you know, that three week span where we got Baltimore twice, I think that's going to be one where even if we're remotely close going to that week, we're going to distance ourselves in that span. And I think you know, for us, that, we, you know, we were talking about the schedule last week, and we're like, man, it, maybe that it's that's terrible to play them back to back. I think it's. I love it. Yeah, it's. It could be awesome because if, it, and like I said, I want to. I don't want to start getting ahead of myself. But if we get to that point and we're able to distance our, because I mean, you can put up a two game distance on them if yeah. you beat them both games. Prepping that, for the same team for three weeks in a row is, yeah. is a win in my book. Yeah, it, it, and that puts us in the driver's seat for the rest of the schedule, where we can kind of set ourselves up, you yeah. know, for the playoff run. So I love it. Uh yeah, two fifty is what I'm putting on that. So I'm putting half of my half of my minivan on the. Uh... All right, all right. Uh, two <laughs> two more here. Two more here. Jok defensive rookie of the year plus fourteen hundred. So put a hundred, win fourteen hundred. I don't know. I I. I uh... He's let's see one two. Three, I think that's four, a little five, much. Five six seven. He's eighth in the options. Who's one? Sertan. Sertan's got Sertan's uh, six. Really? I'm thinking. Jamin Davis is number one. I'll put 50 bucks on it. Okay. All right. Uh, Baker Mayfield as MVP plus 3,300. I just don't see it. Okay. Well, because here's the deal. Even if even if we go to the Super Bowl, I don't think we're going to the Super Bowl because of Baker Mayfield. And... and, and 
Same I, odds as Joe Burrow, Carson Wentz. I'm fine with that because yeah. be, here's the deal: if we have to rely on Baker Mayfield to get to the Super Bowl, we are not going to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> JOK is not winning Defensive Player of the Year. No. <laughs> Our rookie de- defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's uh yeah no I, I don't I don't know if I I I'll I'll save my money that I got left for my next minivan I guess all right, all right. fair <laughs> enough fair enough I like it all right. or at least a new fender for the the minivan I have maybe. <laughs> bump is racing there you go all right Browns backers thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week hopefully uh it's just gonna be a nice calm off season you know we've had some nice peaks. So far, not a lot of lows, so that's good. Those are the kind of off-seasons we like. So hopefully we'll be chatting again next week, and it'll be nice, nice, smooth conversation like this time. Yeah. All right. Adios, Browns backers. Yeah, chub check. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.